The Money Podcast by best-selling author of Money, Rob Moore, dives into how to make, manage, and master money. How to know more, make more, and give more. How to save, invest, and raise money. The Money Podcast is for anyone who wants to make more money in a job, profession, or passion. For money masters and money disasters. They say money doesn't make you happy. Rob says it does. Hi, it's Rob Moore here. How to teach your kids about money. How to get your kids learning, understanding and wanting to show an interest in managing money well and learning about it. Uh, And also, it's a very special day today because the launch of my brand new podcast, Money, has gone live today. And I've got some really great bonuses I think you'll love at the end of this video. So let's dive in then. There are a lot of ways to not get your kids interested in money and learning about money. And that is by forcing it upon them. That is by getting them to do what you want them to do. That is lecturing them. Uh, That is interrupting what they do um, to try and get them involved in your world for your reasons. Uh, And you know, when you try and get your kids to do something by telling them what to do, you get a load of that back. Have a couple of them and a couple of them, daddy. Um, But when you show them what to do, uh, you you often get a better result. So my son is quite rebellious. Um, He's quite anxious. He likes to do his own thing in his own time. If you tell him what to do, he never does it. If you show him what to do and you're patient or you just go and do it without necessarily saying to him, come and watch, he'll find his own way uh, and he'll often do it through his own accord. So that's when it comes to money, budgeting, saving, investing. If you do it regularly around them, you have money audios on in your car. You know, you listen to money podcasts. You have little pots of jars where you save your two P's, your 10 P's, your 50 P's, your pound coins, etc. You save your notes uh, and, you know, and you discuss with your children what you're doing rather than necessarily telling them to do it. I think you'll find that they'll go and do it. Now, I have got like a trick, if you like, a technique uh, for getting them way more interested in saving, budgeting, investing uh, and and just learning about money because they're not going to get taught this stuff in school, by the way. Um, And that is to find out what's most important to them, find out what they love to do and then bring money into that using what they love as a mechanism to teach them money. And I'm going to give you some examples of that. So one example is when your kids are four or five, you can't exactly say to them, hey, son, what are your highest values in life? Let's do a values determining exercise to find out what's most important to you. So then I can educate you in money through this mechanism. You can't do that, obviously. But you just watch what they do. Do they love playing with dinosaurs? Do they love drawing and coloring in, etc.? And if they love drawing and coloring in, uh, get some paper, draw coins and notes, get, you know, and then get them to fill in the numbers, the five for the five pound note, the 10 for the 10 pound note, the 50 for the 50 pound note, show them the notes. Um, if they love, for example, collecting things like my son does, then get jars and get all the coins and get them to put them in the jars, um, get them to start learning to count um, in money. So my son is uh, big time into um, maths. He loves maths. So I got him uh, counting with golf balls when he was two. So that because obviously I wanted to get him into golf. So he would use golf balls as a mechanism to count one, two, three, etc. Um, and that, that fulfilled both the maths need and the, the golf need. Now, um, stay with me if you've got older kids, but it's the same thing. 
you know, if your kids are into gaming, for example, and that's their favorite thing, or they're into girls um, or boys, depending on which way they swing and, you know, whatever they swing, I'm fine with them swinging whatever way before I get a load of critique. Um, then link earning money, uh, selling, etc., to the thing that they love to do the most. Um, you know, I'm a strong believer that kids should do general chores around the house and should do things that would make them a well-balanced individual, washing, cleaning, etc., tidying their room, uh, without being paid. Now, some people, they give them pocket money for that, but I think they're the skills that they need. They're never going to get paid that by society, so don't teach them that they'll get paid for doing it when they won't. But, and I think this is where you can uh, get really smart, if they listen to podcasts, if they read biographies and, you know, learn about money through um, YouTube, etc., and then they write a little review of what they learned, then you pay them. Give them 50 quid for listening to a book on money or a podcast on money uh, and, and say to them, look, I want to learn about money too. So you listen to this, summarize it. I'll pay you 50 quid or 20 quid or whatever, and you can teach me. Uh, and then all of a sudden, they're more incentivized and interested because at a certain age, and I, for Bobby, it was about five, you know, they'll get interested in earning money and getting money. Now, pocket money, I think you have to be careful with because if you give pocket money, um, then, you know, you're teaching them that they can get given money. If they get given money for good behavior, you're teaching them that the world will give them money for good behavior. But the world does not give people money um, for good behavior. They give people money for creating value. They give people money for offering a service. They give people money for solving a problem. So you want to teach your kids to create value, create a service, create a product, sell stuff, solve a problem. And that's how you want to reward them with money. Uh, and things that the world doesn't reward them with money, don't reward them with money. Because I think it's really important to teach your kids what, what the world will actually give you and teach you in return. The next thing is I like to give my um, kids uh, and uh, whatever age, the third, a third, a third rule. Save one third of your money, invest one third of your money, spend one third of your money. Now, as you get older and you have to budget more and you know, manage more expenses, that will change. But that's a simple rule. So let's say that um, Bobby wins three pounds for doing all of his putting. Uh, and I'll always make him struggle just a little bit. I'll never make it easy. I won't make it too hard. If you make things too hard or too easy, they can get demotivated or it can be, too, you know, they can um, get too entitled, if you like, or just take it for granted. So, if, you know, if he has some good rounds on putting and I sometimes push him through the challenge a little bit and let's say he wins three pounds, I'll, I'll, we'll get his little pots and encourage him to save a pound, invest a pound and spend a pound. Now, he's actually really good at saving now and he doesn't really spend much of the money. Um... So, you know, there's some things to consider. So as they grow up, just keep watching and observing them. What are they most interested in now? Now, here's the thing. Don't project what you want them to be interested in. You know, you think that they're interested in a certain subject at school because you're interested in it or you want to get them interested in money and personal development because you are. Now, as a parent, we're balancing what we want them to be with what our husband or wife wants them to be, which is completely different from what we want them to be. And get this, they've got their own personality, what they want to be. So you're balancing this triad, what they want to be, what you want them to be, what your husband or wife or, you know, partner wants them to be. And that's, a, you know, kind of a bit of a struggle. And wisdom is talking to your partner and creating a plan. I, you know, yeah, I want to raise them with these values, but I want to raise them with these values. Okay, what values do we agree on? What, you know, what are the rules that we're going to create? How do we not undermine each other? 
Uh, and then we observe what's most important to them. So as Bobby has grown up, it's been dinosaurs, then it's been cars. Um, now it's wrestling and, you know, the wrestlers. So I can always get him to earn money and I can teach him about winning and losing, about hard work, about pushing through challenges linked to winning wrestlers or me playing wrestling with him or allowing him, you know, maybe to watch a little bit on TV or whatever as a reward. Um, and like, you know, like if, like I said, if they're in their teens, it might be girls, it might be gaming, it might be a certain, uh, you know, a topic at school, a hobby, an instrument or whatever, uh, and link the progress of that to teaching them about money, make parallels and analogies. Like, for example, if they're into, you know, they, they've just got in a band, for example, you can talk about how, you know, many of the the best bands in the world, you know, they paid all the, played all these gigs for, for five people for three or four years and worked hard. And, you know, went on the road before signing their first record deal um, with Bobby, with his golf. We go on um, Google and he likes to search world riches golfers. And he knows that Greg Norman and Arnold Palmer and Jack Nicklaus are right up there in the high, highest paying golfers in the world. Of course, Tiger Woods is top, um, despite the fact that they're not the best golfers necessarily or the high at the moment, the highest ranked golfers. So he's linked the two because he's interested in it. So the easiest way to get your kids learning about budgeting, saving, investing, um, even diversifying, watching documentaries on YouTube and Netflix and reading and listening and asking you and selling stuff at school and becoming an entrepreneur is to find out what's important, most important to them and link that education for, to them getting what they want at that time that's most important. Now, of course, there's so many niches of money you can teach them. You can teach them about saving. I think saving is the most important thing to teach them first. Teaching them about uh, delayed gratification. That is probably one of the most important things you can teach young kids. I don't know if you've heard about the marshmallow test, you know, where gratification for kids is really hard, especially young kids, really, really, really hard. Um, do you want one marshmallow now or two marshmallows later? And they just have to sit there and watch it and they can't wait. So teaching them about delayed gratification, teaching them about long-term uh, saving and investing, teaching them about compounding, teaching them not just about hard work, you've got to teach that at first, I think, but then teaching them you know, about leverage, uh, teaching them about apportioning their money, uh, teaching them about always wanting to learn more about money, teaching them that they're going to have to self-educate because schools aren't necessarily going to give them this education. Teaching them that money is a gift, but also a curse. Teaching them that money makes a great servant, but a bad master and getting them to have a, a balanced view. And then when they go and have challenges and difficulties at school, um, you know, or they get money stolen off them or whatever, they get hustled out of something, then letting them go and experience these challenges without coddling them up and overly protecting them so they become juvenile and stay dependent. You know, sometimes they have to have the hard lesson, lesson on the street or at school. And I remember when I was at, um, about, what, 17 years old and I was at Sixth Form College and I'd been at a um, pretty protected private school. And it was good and great in a lot of ways, but it was quite like a, it was its own like microcosm and it almost wasn't a, an indicative of real life. And I went to the sixth form college and there were these just kids who were street fighters and, you know, they were the, you know, they, they were a bit more into crime, not terribly, but, you know, enough that I'd not seen before. We'd play around the pool table and they'd just give you eyes and threaten to beat you up and fight you. And I remember playing, playing one guy for 50 quid. Um, he was in the county team. I played him for 50 quid. I won 9-1 at pool and just said, I'm not paying you. That's it. Stick it. I'm not paying you. 
Uh, and it was like quite a hard lesson for me at the time. And I went back and told my dad about it and I was a bit sulky and whatever. And he said, son, I've owned a pub for 35 years. This thing happens all the time. The lesson is you need to read those people. You actually need to know who's going to hustle you, nick, nick you money and who's not. And, you know, you, you need to de-risk de 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 it and, you know, like get him to put his watch on the table next time and give it to someone else and play for that. Never play for the money unless the money is on the table. You know, and he taught me all of these things. Um, so, uh, but he didn't come in and protect me and he, he didn't, you know, make me into some kind of dependent victim. All right. So, hey, look, I could go on forever about this. Uh, to summarize, the most important thing is to link what uh, teaching them about money and business and finance to their values, to the things that are most important to them, not the things that are most important to you. Don't force feed it into them. Just get it in round the side through the things that they love to do. Now, as I said, it's a very important and exciting day today because my brand new podcast, Money, has just gone live today. It's going wild. Last time I looked, number one in business and number five in all podcasts, uh, which considering some of these massive celebrities have these podcasts with millions of um, subscribers, it's quite a big deal. So if you subscribe to my podcast today, it's called Money, does what it says on the tin, um, on Stitcher or iTunes, then I've got some gifts for you, but they're only for launch day, so they're only for today. So the first 250 who show me and prove that they've subscribed and get confirmed by my team, you get a brand new Make, Manage and Master Money pair of tickets. I've sold this event at 495 before. I'm doing a one-off one for this podcast launch only. It's different to all my money events. It's got five new speakers. It's got five multimillionaire um, speakers. I'm doing two keynote speeches. I've got one of the Dragons from Dragon's Den coming to do a keynote speech. Um, so it's a very different, unique one-off event. Also, three of you could win £1,000 in cash and two of you could win an iWatch and an iPad. And I'm going to do a merit-based competition where when you listen to one of my podcasts in the next week or two, there'll be a question, first five answers, get all those prizes. So it's not just a draw, it's actually a merit-based competition. Um, so today only, and uh, just to be clear, because there's been a bit of confusion about these um, tickets for Make, Manage and Master Money, it's not to our first 250 who show me that you've subscribed, it's when you've been confirmed and booked on by my team. Because if you look in the communities and the threads, there's quite a lot of people, probably over that number already, that have subscribed. Um, you'll know once you've been confirmed, because myself or one of my team will let you. Just show me in, in this thread or anywhere where you follow me, a little image that you've subscribed. And you're in. So thanks for supporting me and my work, by the way. I'm really grateful to you. I wouldn't be able to get up to, you know, number one in the business charts, number five in, who knows, might be number one in all podcasts in the whole world. Wow. And that's thanks to you following my work, listening and sharing it. I'm very grateful to you. Thanks a lot. And, um, you know, I really hope you get some good value out of that. And I can help you make, manage and master more money for yourself. To know more, to make more, to give. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything.